Welcome to the podcast that teaches you how to transform your life and your business. Here is your host, Rick Hyland, and this is CI for Life. Hello, this is Rick Hyland. Welcome to another CI for Life podcast. Excited to bring you this podcast today called Peak Experiences. We're going to look at some of Maslow, Abraham Maslow's research on the importance and how to have these fulfilling experiences in our life and how to make more of them. First, some exciting news, uh, both exciting and a little scary. I'd like to announce that I've got an ebook coming out in September, and uh, I'll let all the listeners know where you can find it. And the first couple days will be uh, for free. So it's been a lot of fun to develop this ebook. It's called Live Your Purpose. It's a step-by-step guide on how to improve your financial independence, relationships, fulfillment, and happiness. And just to give you a kind of sense for some of the big questions that we ask is or answer is why purpose? Talk about some of the benefits of purpose, and I'll share a little bit of that research. It's been really fun to dig into the all the research papers that the um, psychiatric and, uh, and psychologists do and kind of get the research behind what uh, I've believed in and you've believed in all this very long time. And I'll share a little bit about health here in a second. It also covers developing your purpose. And I'm going to share uh, a seven-step process to develop your purpose statement. And then uh, living your purpose, how to live it, how to integrate that purpose into your weekly, uh, a yearly, weekly, and daily planning, how to stay purposeful, what happens when you get stressed and, and anxiety, and how do you stay on purpose and then of course the whole um, continuous improvement around purpose. Uh, The eight-step model, uh, some of my uh, blogs and uh, podcasts have been talking about these but I've put it into an integrated eight-step model now and it is number one, write a purpose statement. Number two, identify your most important roles and goals in a yearly plan. Number three, develop a process for weekly planning. Number four, develop a daily planning process. Number five, develop a daily practice of gratitude. Number six, develop mindfulness and a meditation practice. Number seven, develop an acceptance skill. And number eight, develop a purposeful practice. So I'm very excited to kind of share. And in the book, I get vulnerable and share my own uh, experiences with purpose in both finding and, and trying to live the purpose. So Anyhow, as promised, some of the benefits of living a purposeful life. Um, One of the research studies, just to give you a sample uh, of some of the quantitative research, it was a paper published in 2014 by Kim Stretcher and Riff and showed that there is quantifiable improvement in health and subsequent reduction in health care costs for those with a higher purpose. And I quote, we found that higher purpose was linked with greater use of several preventative health care services and also fewer nights spent hospitalized. These results may facilitate the development of new strategies to increase the use of preventative health care services and improve health, therefore offsetting the burden of riding health, rising health care costs in our aging society. So another angle on living purposeful is that you spend less time in the hospital, you're healthy and you know, we're all, if you look at some of the macro issues in society, one of them is the rising healthcare costs issue. So one more benefit for living a purpose-filled life. So on to the topic at hand, how do we have and plan for more peak experiences? But first, some of the 
1943, psychologist Abraham Maslow came up with now famous hierarchy of needs. But at the top of those needs, after food, water, shelter, and job are taken care of, is to self-actualize. And uh, let me read a quote from you. What, man, what a man can be, he must be. The highest order motivations which drive us to realize our true potential and achieve our ideal self. Purpose and compelling goals drive us to our true potential and our ideal self. According to Maslow, one characterization of self-actualization is having frequent peak experiences. And listen to how he describes a peak experience. Feelings of limitless horizons opening up to the vision. The feeling of being simultaneously more powerful and also more helpless than one ever was before. The feeling of ecstasy and wonder and awe. The loss of placement in time and space, with finally the conviction that something extremely important and valuable has happened, so that the subject, you and I, was to some extent transformed and strengthened, even into his daily life by such experiences. Sign me up. How do we get more frequent and intentional peak experiences and self-actualize? A couple of examples, and I've had these uh, gentlemen on my podcast before. Uh, of uh, folks with compelling goals that self-actualized. One of my favorite podcasts was very early on in the first 10 was uh, Colonel Chris Hadfield. He is a retired astronaut and was the first commander of the International Space Station, first Canadian commander of the International Space Station. When he was nine years old, he watched Neil Armstrong walk on the moon, and he set a goal right then and there to walk on the moon. And everything he did in his life including junior cadets, and then after high school, he mapped out how to, and as a Canadian, there wasn't even a space program at the time, but he mapped out how he might become an astronaut. He became a fighter pilot, a test pilot, and won awards for being in both the U.S. and Canada uh, for being the best test pilot and fighter pilot. And and if you remember his story, and you can go back and listen to the podcast that uh, he saw an advertisement, and out of hundreds and thousands of uh, applicants in Canada I think there was two positions and he was awarded one of them and uh, he went on to have a, uh, a long and illustrious space career uh, including when he was uh, in 2012 on um, the, Canadian, uh, the space station and uh, his song his uh, rendition in space of David Bowie's space oddity song went viral with over 75 million hits last time I checked. Chris and Chris's entire life was focused on a compelling goal. It is interesting to note that his dream was actually to walk on the moon, but we don't send people to the moon anymore. Was it a failure that he didn't accomplish his life's goal? No, he spent more time in space uh, than most any other person. Um, look where his compelling goal made him reach and stretch to. I did that podcast with Chris, and uh, you can find it on ciforlife.org. Chris's life is inspiring. He has accomplished so much because he had a dream and a compelling goal. He's an author of three books, including An Astronaut's Guide to Life on Earth. And as I mentioned, Colonel Hadfield was named the top test pilot in both the U.S. and U.S. U.S. Air Force and U.S. Navy and was inducted in the Canadian Aviation Hall of Fame. Chris made a great quote on the podcast. 
I still remember to this day. We are not algae. We are not born under a rock. We are growing, learning beings that strive to become better and drive for continuous improvement towards our worthy goals every day. Wow, that doesn't get you jacked up. Go back and listen to that Chris Hadfield. There is an individual that is self-actualized and has had many peak experiences because of a compelling goal. One of my other favorite podcasts was with uh, one of my former neighbor, Mike Shalapi. Uh, we did that right at the beginning of uh, March, April of 2020. If you remember, Mike was accidentally shot by his best friend when he was 15. He was no longer able to play sports. Uh, he, he, in fact, he told a story about uh, after, as he was getting used to his wheelchair, he had lost his girlfriend, he'd lost his sports. And then uh, that day he had, in gym, his, uh, he challenged his coach to an arm wrestling, thinking, oh, I still got my arms. And uh, Mike broke his arm as a result. So there he was, a permanent lack, lack of use of his legs, temporary use of one arm, and he only had one limb. And the result was a lot of circles for a few days in his wheelchair. One day, somebody introduced Mike to the idea of wheelchair basketball. He tried it and loved it. He uh, eventually, through a lot of hard work and deliberate practice, played in four Olympics representing his country uh, and uh, and that was his overarching goal. And uh, if you remember, he got two gold and two bronze in wheelchair basketball and later uh, founded, played, and now coached for the Utah Jazz. And wheelchair basketball has become a huge motivation in his life as it became his overarching compelling goal. I remember the one story where he's back in the hospital after he got shot and uh, Mike, very early on, I think it was one of the first few days, it was complaining about the food, it was complaining about being paralyzed and just very grumpy. And his mom looked him in the eye and said, Mike, don't be a crappy shlappy, be a happy shlappy. And that has stuck with Mike. Um, he tells me he does have down days, even though as his neighbor for almost 20 years, I never saw it. Uh, I have seen him accomplish at least three compelling goals in his life. One four Olympic medals, two, an amazing wife and partner in Tammy. And Tammy has overcome so much in her own life, including uh, losing her first husband to cancer and is an accomplished and compassionate person with a great attitude on life. And three, Mike is a self-actualized, happy shlappy. These are ex experiences of people who have, with a compelling goal, have self-actualized and uh, accomplished so many peak experiences in their life. They don't just happen. You need to plan and prepare for them. Colonel Chris Hadfield used his downtime or white spaces, as he called it, to build competency and gain more certifications and training so that he could be ready for his peak experiences. I think that's a great lesson for all of us. Do you want more feelings that somehow... Uh, something extremely important, as Maslow says. Do you want more of those extremely important and valuable experiences where you're feeling transformed and strengthened? Start with this one exercise. What peak experiences do you want to plan for? Look ahead. Uh, look at your future self. What future peak experiences do you want to plan for? We'll talk more about the on the next podcast on how to accomplish more planning for great peak experiences. Thank you so much for joining me today. You can go to ciforlife.org for more help or coaching or ideas on how to accomplish more peak experiences. Until next time, live a life of sustainable, continuous improvement. Goodbye. <music>